0: need a few minutes to reset great minds is a podcast from sbs that guides you through different meditation styles from around the world listen wherever you get your podcasts
1: you're listening to sbs on the money with ricardo gonzalez Hi everyone,
0: it's your daily 10-minute business and finance news wrap for this Friday the 8th of April 2022. Later shares end the week in a positive note, but first to the Australian housing market and what the RBA said today. It said a 200 basis point increase in mortgage rates would see house prices fall 15% in two years. Now, The warning came in its twice yearly financial stability review, and the market is pretty confident we'll see the first official interest rate rise in 10 years come June. So the RBA asked what would happen if there was a 200 basis point increase in variable mortgage rates, and its research found... One quarter of variable rate owner occupiers would see their repayments increase by 30% or more, and there would be a doubling in the number of borrowers to about one in five whose repayments would exceed 30% of their income, which typically indicates mortgage stress. So can borrowers cope? I spoke earlier with Stephen howell He's the Chief Economist at the Commonwealth Bank.
2: Well, the Reserve Bank analysis supports our view, which is that as interest rates rise, um, most people with a mortgage are going to be able to manage that higher interest rates because there's buffers that have been built up over time. People have used the uh, the recent very low interest rates to pay, uh, if you like, in excess of their minimum payment. But as interest rates rise, uh, what we're going to see, we think, is people will have to make a choice between spending money on their mortgage, continue to repay their mortgage. And we agree with the Reserve Bank that they're likely to do that. But if they're paying more money out on their mortgage, of course, that means less money left over to buy other things in the economy, other goods and services. So that leads to a slower growth in 2023 than we're expecting this year. And that reinforces our view that the interest rate cycle from the Reserve Bank this time around is going to be pretty shallow. So the peak in interest rates next year might be as low as one and a quarter percent.
0: That leads to the next question about the psychology of the borrower, what, the, what they think, how they feel. So when, what do you think when consumers start hearing or borrowers start hearing about the potential for rising interest rates, how do you think it will affect them and ultimately the economy as well?
2: Well, so we've already seen that begin to impact on consumer confidence and the, the talk of higher interest rates. And the most recent house price data from CoreLogic show that in the month of March, uh, house prices in Sydney and Melbourne actually had started to decline for the first time in many, many months. So through 2021 in particular, we had this big increase in house prices and that supported confidence in the economy. But now interest rates are going to start rising. Uh, Eventually we think uh, house prices will be falling uh, nationally, uh, so we're expecting flat Outcome for this year, uh, minus 8% in 2023. So that psychology of uh, a slightly higher interest rates and house prices beginning to come down is one of the reasons why, again, we expect the interest rate cycle to be pretty shallow, uh, particularly through 2023.
0: Stephen Howmarrick there from the Commonwealth Bank. Now, remember this forecast by the Reserve Bank assumes a 200 basis point increase in mortgage rates. Right now, though, if we think about what the Reserve Bank is doing or likely to do, it's the official cash rate is at 0.1%. Of course, any move in the official cash rate can influence mortgage rates, but not all of the banks are predicting we'll see rates rising that far. For example, the Commonwealth Bank, as Stephen said, says, uh, sees the peak in the official cash rate going from 0.1% to 1.25, so that's nowhere near that 200 basis points. However, others do think it'll go that high. ANZ, for example, uh, is expecting a peak of over 3% in the cash rate from 0.1%, but not until after 2023. Let's go to the Australian share market now, which finished 0.5% stronger, the 200 at 7,478. For more, I spoke earlier with Marcus Bogdan. He is the Chief Investment Officer at Blackmore Capital.
1: Well, today we're seeing buoyancy in the commodity stocks, uh, and that's a function of the fact that we're seeing continued strong demand for both materials and energy at a time when supply is constrained or supply is disrupted, either by the conflict that we're seeing in Ukraine or what we're seeing in China as, as well. So that's significantly underpinning the market today.
0: I guess the other thing is uh, it's all interest rates and inflation right now. What's the market thinking and how does that compare with your thoughts?
1: So the market and my uh, my thoughts are concerned by the elevated level of inflation uh, and the persistence of, of that Uh, at a a time when the central banks uh, have kept policies far too accommodative for too long and they need to be able to catch up. And that's a function of shrinking their balance sheets and also increasing interest rates and particularly in the US uh, quite aggressively for the remainder of this year.
0: Does it change the way you're investing and what are the opportunities in this kind of environment?
1: Well, it certainly focuses on what we would call real assets. So that is uh, those companies that are uh, benefiting from those higher prices, primarily the metals or materials, Uh, and the energy sector, uh, which are are seeing very, very strong cash flows because of the high prices. So that's one area. The second area is that those companies that can not only grow their revenue, but also their earnings so that they can protect their margins. And so the consumer staple companies are are, are good beneficiaries of that, primarily the the supermarkets. Uh, And thirdly, uh, with interest rates rising and real yields still remaining negative, uh, a focus on companies with strong and sustainable dividends.
0: Marcus just finally, given where we are in the world with with you know the pandemic, the, the, the Russian invasion of Ukraine, higher inflation, the potential for higher interest rates, still australia must must be in a good spot though because we're seeing it in our exports for example and only today grain corp issued an uh, upgrade and i think rural exports at a national
1: level also hit a record too well australia uh, because of a range of of factors the fact that, that we are have got a very strong commodity sector, both in soft commodities in agriculture of what you're referring to, and also in hard commodities in me- metals, uh, at a time when the world desperately needs uh, those types of commodities. And we're also we're a long way from the from the conflict. And so we're not being disrupted particularly like Euro- Europe is. Uh, and underlying economic growth is still very strong. Uh, employment conditions are strong uh, and then corporates are still generating very strong uh, earnings.
0: Marcus Bogdan there from Blackmore Capital.
1: This SBS on the money podcast is provided for informational purposes only. The content on this podcast should not be understood as constituting advice or a recommendation. It is not personal advice and does not consider your personal circumstances or objectives. Should contact a licensed professional before making any financial decision.
2: Why do people want to be at work? To feel heard, appreciated, part of something, and to know there's a career path for everyone. Inclusive workplaces are linked to increased innovation, productivity and employee satisfaction. Make your organisation a place where people want to be. For inclusion and diversity training, visit inclusion-program.com.au